Welcome to a couple of Rad Techs podcasts where we bring you an inside look at the world of radiology from the unique perspective of a married couple of radiologic technologists. Together, we have years of experience, exactly 30 years in the field, and we are here to demystify the science of medical imaging. Radiology is the unsung hero of the medical field, providing doctors with crucial images and information that help diagnose and treat illnesses. Join us as we explore the latest techniques, technologies, and innovations in radiology and discover the vital role we play in the healthcare industry. So come along for the ride as we share our passion for radiology as a married couple. Welcome to a couple of Rad Tech's podcasts. I am Shandria Singleton, and we have another amazing guest today. We have Paris Jackson. She is an MRI technologist, and she has so much experience, you guys, that I'm going to let her talk about who she is, what she does in our amazing field of radiology. And just to remind you, as radiologic professionals and medical imaging professionals, we are the third largest medical profession in the nation. Doctors are number one, nurses are two, and we rank number three. So get to know us by listening to this podcast and sharing it with all of your friends and family, because we know a lot of you have already had medical imaging done, whether it's an x-ray, a nuke med test, an ultrasound, or a CT scan, and maybe an MRI. So take a listen to this episode. I am sure you're going to love it. Welcome, Paris, to our podcast. Hello. Well, thank you for having me. Well, I really appreciate it. It's good to have you. And I am a fellow MRI technologist. So I want to hear from you. Who are you? Let the audience know. Let us into your world because we see your beautiful pictures on LinkedIn and your beautiful smile. And we want to know who is this Paris Jackson? And it's not Michael Jackson's daughter. I'm sure you get that all the time. So tell us who you are. I'm an MRI technologist, currently working in pediatrics. I love working with my pediatric patients. Um, I've been an MRI technologist since 2008, started out in x-ray out of the Mitten State, that's Michigan, went to Lansing Community College, and eventually went back and uh, did some teaching at Lansing Community College. But I love what I do. I love the field of imaging, how broad it is. And people got to remember, we, we get the inside story. For the physicians so that they can make their diagnosis and do surgeries and things like that. It's very rewarding. I, I love what I do. Well, nice. I, I have some stories about Michigan growing up. My mom would always send us to Detroit, Michigan in the dead of winter during our Christmas break to spend oh, with my boy. uncle and his wife. Like, no, but we had so much fun up there. So I got a lot. Of, and Lansing, I think, is colder than Detroit, right? So I don't, I'd say that Detroit is colder just because they get a lot more of that lake effect snow. You know, coming off of the water and that, but yeah, that's Lansing's where I was born. It was where I grew up, and eventually, as an adult, um, I went over to Ann Arbor, the University of Michigan. Oh, nice. So you have told us a lot about you. You you specialize in MRI and you work in peds. That is one of my favorite as well. I said if I ever go back in the hospital setting, Paris, I was going to go only back to pediatrics. I would not go back to the adult yeah. world. What makes you love pediatrics mm-hmm. so much? It's the relationship with the children. Love getting on their level, talking to them, whether I'm getting on my knees to talk to them and trying to help them understand exactly what is going to happen um, and trying to just talk to them, get them through the MRI. It's so rewarding for me um, that I'm doing something that makes such such a difference um, for the child and for the parent. So I love talking to the families. I love talking to the parents. The thing with pediatric imaging is not only are you serving the child, but you're serving the family, the parent who is there. Sometimes they're just as nervous 
sometimes even more nervous than the child who is having the MRI do. Yeah, I have to agree with you on that. The parents, the kids are usually, they're not scared. I've had kids come in with like limbs hanging like this. They're not crying. <laughs> they're so excited to get this MRI. I'm thinking like, kid, do you not see your hand dangling? And they're like, you told me you were going to give me a sticker afterwards. And the and parent so, is like so, freaking out. And I just, I absolutely. Me too. They are so resilient. Um, They're resilient and they have faith. Mm-hmm. You know, they have more faith, I think, sometimes than adults that um, everything's going to be okay and they see the brighter side of things. The, if, if I had to choose, I do work with adults as well. I have a, a part-time job where I work with an adult, but I had to choose. Sorry, adults. It'll be pediatrics for me. Yeah, I agree. So, so on your journey from, because you went to x-ray school or radiologic technology school, you said, and then you mm-hmm. made the switch to MRI. What made you actually get into radiology? That is like the burning question because a lot of people have their own. I have a great story. So originally I wanted to be a nurse. I ended up deciding, okay, nursing isn't for me. I didn't grow up with a medical family or I didn't know anyone with a medical background, to be honest. Uh, So what I did was I went to my local community college, Lansing Community College. I made an appointment with an advisor and I said, hey, I'd like to go into Healthcare. Can you tell me what other options there are? So they told me about all the other options, surgical tech, ultrasound, x-ray. I said, okay, I want to go into ultrasound. I want to apply to the ultrasound program. So what I did was I applied to ultrasound program. I ended up talking to another, another student. She said, yeah, I applied to ultrasound too, but I applied to x-ray backup. And I said, well, geez, that's a great idea. I said, that was my second choice. I'm going to apply to x-ray too. I had dropped my application off for x-ray the day it was due in the drop box after hours, after hours. I totally, I actually forgot that I had even applied to x-ray. So I get, I get a phone call. I didn't get in the ultrasound, but I was devastated. And then I got a phone call two days later uh, that I had gotten into the x-ray program. I forgot that I had even applied. I forgot. So I'm ecstatic. Um, because I was at a point where I'm going to do this. I'm going to go into healthcare. This is what I want to do. So that's why sometimes too, and uh, getting a little bit off topic, and I tell people, you never know, have a plan, have a backup plan, but you never know how your life is going to change or or what's going to happen. And because look at me now, now I'm doing x-ray or MRI with school for x-ray, but I'm doing something that I totally love. But it wasn't my original yeah. plan, you know? So, but, and I feel blessed that I even get to do this. I get to take care of people for a living. Um, I had a great time in community college at an x-ray school, a um, great school. It was a great foundation mm. to set me up for, to continue my career. Nice. So how long did you teach radiology? So I started off doing radiologic technology. I taught that for five years. Yes. Applied anatomy in pathophysiology for, for x-ray. Then my program director, they decided they're going to start this MRI consortium. I was working at the University of Michigan at the time. He said, hey, can you help us uh, start this MRI consortium between uh, Grand Rapids Community College and some other colleges in the area? I said, sure. So then I wrote, developed, created the curriculum for four of the courses for the MRI program. Um, but it I remember being in x-ray school and my program director, he said to me, he said, 
listen to me. This is what I want you to do. I want you to go and get your undergrad degree, get two years of experience and come back. You said, I think that you would be great at teaching this. And I think that this is your calling. And I said, really? He said, yes. He says, do it. And hopefully I'll see you in two years. And I kept a relationship with them. So it was nice to have that come full full circle for me. But what a great experience. And it really shows how we can pivot in radiology is Mm -hmm. it's not absolutely care. And uh, you mm-hmm. just gave a, gave a great example of the options that we have as medical imaging professionals is going into education. Absolutely. I was thinking when you said about the connection that you kept with your director, that kind of leads mm-hmm. me into what I'm, I'm really big about this networking. Radiology is a small world. And I try Absolutely. to tell people when they get into it, you know, just being a good human anyway, you should keep good relationships, you know, not that because you need something from somebody. I, I, I'm not saying that, but I say that in my 21 years in, in this field, what has allowed me to never be without a job and a job that I enjoy. I think I've only had one or two jobs that I was like, oh, no, I got to get out of here. And it was years <laughs> later that I was like, yeah, no, right. I got to go. Uh, this is not serving me well at all. It is mm-hmm. crazy. Yes. I've only had maybe one or two like that. And they weren't like that mm-hmm. much, you know, at the beginning. It People kind of mm-hmm. just kind of changed. But for the most part, I have really had great experiences. And most of my jobs have been referrals or people that knew my reputation or knew people that knew me um, that I always kept yes. relationships with. How important, you've given a great example of that. It led you to the teaching opportunity from being a student. But I always try to encourage students. You are always interviewing as a student. Absolutely. I know you're paying Absolutely. for it, but you're paying for this Absolutely. You're interviewing. What's your thoughts on that? Feeling like a popsicle in the hospital? Well, ditch the hospital chills. Scrubmates, a base layer designed by a healthcare professional, understands the struggles of staying warm. Keep yourself toasty and your valuables secure with convenient zippered pockets. Support a small female-owned business and try Scrubmates today. You'll get 15% off your order using my code, RADTEX, at checkout. Thanks, Scrubmates, for bringing us this episode of a couple of RADTEX podcasts. Now let's get into the episode. I 100% agree with you. So to, to further explain and to kind of block them off of what you said, so I went from X-ray to MRI. How I got into MRI was one of my instructors for x-ray said, hey, I work as an MRI tech for this company. You know what? Why don't, I'm going to refer you. Watch and give this person a call. Tell them I sent you. And if this is something that you want to do, then why don't you look into it? And it just so happened that it was um, because while I was in x-ray school, I went on a, an honors rotation into MRI and said, hey, this is something I might be interested in. I called that company and they they gave me a job. They just said, OK, great. We're looking for somebody. Come in. Uh, we'll interview you. But the interview was just, OK, I'm the, we're going to hire you. We're going to train you to do MRI. We're going to give you a significant amount more money to train. We're going to pay for everything for you to train and take your boards. So there you go. So, and that was from one of my, another one of my instructors from the x-ray program. Not only that, my next job at the University of Michigan got that job because I was referred 
from somebody who worked for that MRI company. They referred me to their manager. They said, hey, this girl is great. I trained her to do MRI. The guy who trained me to do MRI. I trained her to do MRI. She's a great worker. Always shows up on time. Great with patients. Went to that interview and it was the same thing. Hey, Jim Wagner, he's a great employee. He says that you're great. We're going to bring you on. So it's the same thing for me. Nearly every job that I have gotten has been word of mouth from my work ethic. You are, you, you do, you have to put your best foot, your best face forward. And as you said, even with students, your interview starts then the first day that you walk in, how you appear, look professional, wear your uniform, show up one time, be willing to do the, to the job, take initiatives, ask questions while you're still in school and while you're in your clinical site, because people are watching you, people know people, and people can get you jobs and and propel you to where you want to be or where you want to go next. But they're not going to help you if you don't help yourself. Yeah, and you've done that. You took the advice in school to go get your undergrad. You did that. And I love how he said, I hope to see you in two years. You know, that was, yeah, was like making you feel like you had to is still at the optional, mm-hmm. but it was very, that's mm-hmm. to me, that is the a true sign of a good leader. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. I agree. Letting you know they have the confidence in you to do that. And that's one thing I feel in our field, what many of us is lacking is each giving each other confidence and in what we do, because I don't think I was just talking to a president of one of the associations of a state for radiologic sciences. Okay. And she mentioned that in this particular state, there are over 11,000 technologists, licensed technologists. There are less than 200 that are signed up with the association boards in that state. Wow. Wow. It blew my mind. Um, wow. And I, I really, but nursing associations have over 150 associations. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. have maybe mm-hmm. two or three. They have over mm-hmm. 150 and they are heavy on my family that's nurses are like all into like five and six of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, they mm-hmm. don't even know what they do for them, but they are heavy into membership. And you can see what, you know, you see the benefits of what that's done for the nursing profession. And nurses have a confidence that even doctors don't even have. And I feel like, you know, just working in the field that I'm in, I have a great deal of confidence in my ability. I've worked with really solid people who've helped me to really okay. see what radiology is all about and what we do. I worked in a lot of, I worked in research, education, teaching hospitals. And I think that's important to really, for me with social media, with radiology is really like empowering other technologists who feel like I only do x-ray. Yes. My husband does diagnostic x-ray and he made more than me at one point when he came to school. I was so offended because I was like, oh no, 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 no. You know, and he's been offered management positions and, you know, that's mm-hmm. not the direction um, that he wants to go in. But when I tell you, if we saw ourselves how we truly are, many of us would be paid. When I find out what some people are being paid, I'm like shocked. I'm like, you, you accepted? This is one of those things. I am so glad you brought this up because people, everyone, please pay attention, Okay. You set the tone for everyone else who comes after you. So please get what you are worth. Get what you are worth. And in fact, add a couple dollars to that (laughs) if you can. 
because you set the tone for everyone else. Especially if you're a worker, you know your worth, you know the knowledge that you have, the background. If you have the knowledge and background to back it up, get what you are worth because you set the tone for the rest of us in this community, in the imaging community who are trying to further ourselves, our careers and make a living to take care of our family as well. Yeah. Because yes, we love, we love this and we love to do it. That's why you're in it. You're not going to continue to do it for right. years if you don't love it. You can't because it's, it's, it's rewarding work, but it can be stressful yeah. as well. Right. So please get what you're, what you are worth. Imaging is a broad field. It makes, um, it generates income for hospitals as we know. Right. Um, because of the things that they can do, like I said before, do surgery and, and diagnosis yeah. and things like that. But for sure, get what you are worth. And we do have to bring each other up in this community and, and tell, hey, you are capable of doing more learning, contributing to the overall good of the organization yeah. that you work for and yourself personally and professionally. So you... Thank you for bringing that up. Yeah, because I actually <laughs> just sure. had a conversation. I have three friends whose children just finished x-ray school. And yeah. them signed a sign-on bonus with the hospital. She didn't talk to me. And I was like, why didn't you talk to me before you signed it? I'm not against sign-on bonuses, but you just got to mm -hmm. do them right. And you mm -hmm. have to know mm -hmm. how to make sure. You know, it's like signing a, it's signing a contract. And it is. Yeah. And you have to make sure that contract not only benefits the hospital, benefits you because they're going to get well. need to get out of it and you need to get what you need Absolutely. to get out of it. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when Absolutely. I found out she signed it and what she was not getting out of it, hadn't even gotten paid, hadn't even got any mm. of the money. And I was like, yeah, no, honey, leave, go over here. They, they messed up that mm -hmm. contract. You need to leave and go over here. And eventually she did go over to another hospital and she was like, I should have listened to you. But my yes, passion yes. is because what I didn't know when I finished school and when I was in school, I just didn't know. And I didn't have mm -hmm. anybody to bounce things off of. And right, my right. thing, and, and you, you said it earlier, and I'm going to go back to what you said and what you did, not only what you said, but what you did as well. I encourage people because when I got out of x-ray school, my second year of x-ray school was simple. I was just in CT and I was rotating through every modality because I completed all my, all my exams in the first year because I knew I did not want to do diagnostic. And I was like, mm -hmm. I should mm -hmm. be able to do everything I want to do in radiology. So now I need to use yes. the second year to figure it out because I don't want to go out working yes. trying to figure it out because nobody's going to give it to me for free. I already saw how right. the dynamics were in the field. Didn't work mm -hmm. for, for my benefit. So I need it while I was paying for it. Let me be smart about this and get it while I'm paying for it. And I just went on and I wound up in CT. So when I got out, I became a CT tech and later on went on to MRI. But that is the one thing I tell young people. When you finish x-ray school, go straight to these schools now that they have. When I finished, they didn't have all yes. these schools. You had to learn stuff on a job and yes. find a place that would train you. And, you know, and hope you could pass the test by studying on your own. Mm -hmm. Now y'all have all these schools. Mm -hmm. It might cost you four mm -hmm. grand, but... You're going to make that back in probably the earning potential. Months. Yeah. So you could pay those people yes. back their money or charge it on it. I'm not yes. charging a credit card, but just you could pay it back. You're going to make enough money. Right. But my point is when you come out of x-ray school, even if you want to do x-ray, go learn something else. Have two. Absolutely. Minimum two modalities under your belt that you are licensed for. Absolutely. I know how to do Absolutely. what I'm licensed for. And you did that. You came out of school. In x-ray and you went straight to MRI. Like, why was that so important to you to have another modality? So 
this is the multifold reason. So number one, I at the time, then this is a little bit personal, but I at the time was a single, single parent. I have a 24 year old daughter. So I was a single parent. So for me, my motivation was money. I am highly money motivated. It is what it is. I'm, I'm motivated by, by money and, and opportunity. Those are the things that motivate me. So the first thing was, um, I could make an, a, a substantial amount of more money for me doing MRI. And the second was my quest for knowledge to learn more and to do more. Uh, so to learn, to learn everything that I could, right? To get more detail, more detailed imaging. So that, those were the things that were very important to me. I wanted to be the, my goal is to be the best in my field. Okay. Whatever I do, I want to be the best at it. So I'm going to be solely x-ray. I want to be the best x-ray tech that there is. If I'm going to be sole MRI. I'm going to be the sole MRI, the best MRI tech that I can be. So for me, I just felt like having more imaging, a second modality was going to give me more opportunity, opportunity and more knowledge as well, which is very important to me. Knowledge and knowledge is power. Knowledge and education is something that can never be taken away from you. Um, it's a way to grow personally and it's a way to grow professionally. So those were the reasons for me to go to get another modality. I, I honestly, I don't have CT. I thought about going to do CT and I think about it all the time. And now is actually a really great opportunity because we are needed. And I've been asked several times to, to learn to do, to do CT. Several times, and and I've thought about it, and I'm still thinking about it. So <laughs> yeah, it it will be easy to cross over. I found MR cross sectionally was easier because CT was cross sectional, so I had gotten mm-hmm. over that hurdle. Um, but yeah, I mean, especially when you find some place that's gonna let you, you know, get right on in there and do it, and you already have the radiation principles. It's not like MRI where you're turning off ionizing radiation and learning physics. Right, <laughs> right, right. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, this has been a really good conversation. I really want you to come back because there's so much we didn't talk about, but so many things. Right. I'd love to come back. I enjoyed talking to you so much. Yes. Like we felt like, oh, now before I go, because she and I have something in common that we love to do. And as we were talking to this podcast, there's something else that I'm sure you do since you're from Michigan. There's a dance called social dance uh, up in Michigan that I learned where it's like a slow dance. They do it in Chicago. They do it in Detroit. But there's a certain way that people in Michigan just dance. And I'm going to tell you, it's, it's like no other. When I used to go to Detroit to visit my uncle, all my friends would have these parties and we'd be socialing, doing an older, younger. And I'm going to tell you, I've never seen such smooth dancers in my life. Do you do that type of dancing? I'll tell you what I do. I do urban line dancing. 410, a live dance group, urban line dance. That is my group. That is my community. I love them as people and I love that dance community. So when you think of dancing, urban line dancing, it's country line dancing with a little bit of swag and a whole lot of smooth. Oh, yes. <laughs> I can only imagine. Oh, my goodness. They're uh, roller skating as well. We have that in common. I told yeah. her I can, I can roller skate better than I can walk. I love roller skating. <laughs> and you did I too. love to roller skate. Absolutely. I love to trick skate. Try to learn to trick skate. I skate outside a lot. That is just one of my, my hobbies. Finding some smooth pavement, pavement and just skating in the wind. Try to get that wind blowing, my hair blowing. It's relaxing. 
is it's just a way to to wind down to, mm-hmm. to create some good work life balance, you know? Yeah, yeah. And you definitely do that. And I have enjoyed this conversation. I wanna ask one last question now that we've gotten to know Pat. Sure. And it's just been a wonderful, real down to earth conversation. I, I really appreciate it. What advice would you give to individuals aspiring to enter the field of radiology or, or MRI technology, especially those interested in a pediatric? Because I don't think we talk about that as much, pediatrics. And it, mm-hmm. I think it's amazing. There's so much you learn in, in pediatrics that you just never learn, even when it comes to the actual technology of MRI in pediatrics. So what advice would you give individuals? So my advice would be, I think that there is a general fear of working with pediatric patients um, because people are used to, it's a lot easier for some people to relate to adults because we are adults. Do not have fear. Have no fear. Just go for it. Try it out. So my advice would be to just to try, try something new, um, whether it's a different type of of imaging, whether you, you do general x-ray, try for doing a lot of fluoroscopy studies. If you're an MRI tech, try doing cardiac, try going into pediatrics, try something different because you never know if you like it. You'll never know if you learn to love it like I did with pediatrics. Nice, great advice. And thank you again for being a guest on our podcast. And you guys check Paris out, all her information. You can follow her on LinkedIn. She does some wonderful content. Uh, and you'll learn more about the radiology perspective from her and her experience, which is great because we need to all help people, not only patients, but young people looking to go into the health field. You mm-hmm. heard how Paris talked about how she found radiology. She took the initiative and went and searched, like, what are all my options? Everything isn't just nursing. Everything isn't just dental you do have other options in the allied health field. And we are here to talk solely Absolutely. about radiology and all the amazing modalities and even non-patient opportunities you have. So we'll touch on that the next time you come back. And again, thank you awesome. guys for joining a couple of Rad Tech's podcasts and thank you, Paris. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this podcast today. Thank you so much for listening. This is just one of the many free resources I offer to my clients to dump unhealthy habits and begin living. Be sure to visit my website for more free resources and health coaching. Again, thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe, leave a review, and share this podcast with others so they can join the Let's Chit Chat podcast. Have a great day, you guys. See you next episode.